0: this movie is a catastrophe incest baby muffins a talking egg it's puss in boots
1: Welcome to The Center Cut. I'm Dave. I'm Michael. And today we're going to talk about Puss in Boots. Fun fact, I always thought it was Puss in Boots, like shake and bake or cocaine and heroin, but it isn't. Turns out it's the Puss in the Boots. But uh, today we're going to talk about that. And for those of you who haven't heard our podcast before, if this is your first episode, we do have an introduction that you can go check out that explains kind of what we're doing here. For the Cliff Notes version, Mike, why don't you tell them what we're doing?
0: We watch the first 15 minutes and last 15 minutes of Puss in Boots, and we're going to try to figure out what happened in between. Now, if you do want to play along at home, the second section starts at one hour, six minutes, and five seconds. Excellent. So Puss in
1: Boots was a uh, movie produced by DreamWorks in 2011, starring Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek, directed by Chris Miller. Uh, This was a movie that received an 85 on Rotten Tomatoes, and there was uh, one specific- Yeah, I don't know. How? (laughs) It's a great, great question. Maybe it has something to do with this review here. This extremely enjoyable animated adventure boasts a perfect leading performance by Banderas. Really? I thought, I don't- uh... Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a mystery. Hopefully it's something we're gonna we're gonna figure out as we move through the move through everything here. So why
0: don't you tell us about the beginning of the movie here, Mike? The movie opens up with Puss in Boots waking up from a conceivable one night stand. Uh he tries to sneak out before the girl cat wakes up. Dick move. Unrelated, but he accidentally calls her Margarita, which reminded me of the world's worst pizza, Margarita Pizza. You know what I'd like on my tomato-based bread pie? How about more tomatoes? Fuck out of here with that shit. Margarita pizza sucks. I know that has nothing to do with anything, but I just have to say because I don't, I don't understand.
1: I have strong anyway, feelings about that, but you already ruined Cadbury eggs for me last week, so I'm just going to pretend that you didn't talk about margarita pizzas like that.
0: You like margarita pizza?
1: I do, mainly because I don't like sauce. I thought margarita pizza is... It's, it's just
0: tomato... Me- huh <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude. Okay. Have you anyway. So yeah, puss can't help himself. He steals this Mexican dude's ring. The dude had a cage, presumably for puss tied to his wrist. Think about that for a second. This dude had a cat in a cage chained to his wrist. If all Mexicans were like this, I could understand why Trump would want to build a wall.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's pretty intense. I would assume it was for that $500 reward, well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know that a, a time period is mentioned at all in the movie, but I'm assuming it was Victorian era because $500 is is nothing now. For a cat, though? That's
0: a pretty hefty reward for a cat. I guess for a cat, but a talking cat? Okay, <laughs> that's true. Good point. Uh, Puss does escape, and we're whisked away. Sorry, we're whiskered away to Festival Del Fuego y El Pollo. Fire and chicken. Puss walks into a dark, silent, boring-ass-looking bar and we get our first round of cat jokes, and he pays for some milk with the ring that he pilfered. We do learn about the $500 reward, like you mentioned, and he learns about Jack and Jill and the Magic Beans. This bar patron straight up has the Jack and the Beanstalk fairy tale inked on his body in multiple janky-ass prison tats. It's my favorite part of the movie because it's so ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he explains the whole story using tattoos, and it keeps on cutting away from him, and then cutting back to him, and he's taken off another piece of clothing, showing an additional tattoo with a very ad- adult joke about showing off the, the golden eggs, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm all about testicle jokes. Like, adult jokes in kids' movies are next level. Like, it's hard enough to be funny. This podcast is proof. But to be funny to a subset of people while also making it so the people enjoying the larger piece of art, why am I still talking? But, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> So we meet Jack. He's got fucking warthogs with glowing eyes. He's locking beans in his hand and he eats a key. What a savage.
1: Yeah, I've never experienced something that I loved so much that I'd I'd be willing to not let it out of my hand and also be willing to pass a key in order to unlock it to obtain it later. Seems a little excessive, but I guess if these beans are are really worth it. Do you think he likes the beans or he just knows that people are going to be out to get his beans? I would assume that he... Both, really, honestly, is what I'm going to say. I think he really loves beans, as as witnessed by the fact that he's just holding him in his bare hand in a box chain to his hand. But also, he understands the value in them. Uh, that we find out a little bit more about later. I think he he knows how important they are. Dave, I hate this movie. That sentence wasn't that wasn't even funny at all. I'm just explaining the movie to you guys. <laughs> this one this one might be lacking the comedy part but you're gonna know a lot more about puss in boots
0: everyone jack and jill check into a hotel jack played by billy bob thornton wants a baby speaking of is puss in boots a boy like i don't see a cat dick and if you've learned anything about me these past two podcasts. When I watch movies, my singular concern is how much genitals are in them.
1: I would think that Puss is a boy mainly because of just his, his mannerisms, but it's 2019 and I can't say that kind of stuff. There's, there's no way of knowing. Yeah.
0: I just animal penises, man, animal penises, man. (laughs) I just I really like I like them like not like in an unhealthy serial killer way. I'm just like curious about them. Like I'm like a scientist with them. I just want to know about them. Can I can I
1: ask a serious question? You can. Did you Google what a cat penis looks
0: like to try and decipher whether or not Puss in Boots had a cat penis? I didn't, but I have or my wife has a dog and I know what his penis looks like. So I imagine that cat penises are similar to dog penises. Entirely different thing. Really, though? Yep. They're yep. four legged creatures. Aren't all four legged creatures' penises the same? Have you ever seen a horse? Well, but yeah, but that's, a, that's like five times the size of a dog. No, I mean, <laughs> that's not horrible math. They're like 20 times the size of a dog. <laughs> that's one of those mini horses. Yeah, so just, I don't know. Well,. See, this is why I'm obsessed with them, because I just want to
1: know. Here I was thinking that we wouldn't be eight minutes into this thing talking about penises,
0: but, you know. Anyway, we digress. Puss tries to sneak into Jack and Jill's room to steal the beans, but a new, cooler-looking caped black cat is also there, and way stealthier. Way cooler. Yeah. Before they can work together, they're caught and have to escape by running across some rooftops. He'd probably run better if he weren't, you know wearing boots. That's probably a good bet actually. The boots are probably hindering him pretty
1: considerably considering that we've already had at this point seen a scene of him holding himself up and the boots just fucking falling off. Now, I don't know if you've ever been hanging off something, but your shoes don't just immediately fall off as soon as they're not between the floor and your foot.
0: So, they're obviously not good fitting boots either. Nope. He ends up falling into this storm drain thing into a giant den chock full of pussy And we're then treated to four minutes of two cats dance fighting. Now, if that sounds miserable, you are correct. Dave, this movie sucks. Yeah, this movie was pretty
1: bad. I was perplexed by the milk hitting the boot thing and how he got super
0: angry after that happened. Have you never heard that Chris Rock song like talk song from the early 2000s <laughs> Oh, no, i really haven't on Pumas, yeah it's like that people are really care about their shoes man oh okay so that's what it was it was just like a, you got you got
1: milk on my dirty shoes what are mm-hmm. you doing well they're not dirty to begin with they're clean shoes that you've paid a lot they of money for looked pretty dirty to me just in that in that particular scene <sighs> <Damn. laughs> Got milk on my dirty boots and now I'm pissed. That's the way I I've, I've had
0: enough of this movie already and we're not even halfway through. Dave, what <laughs> happens What happens in the second half?
1: First and foremost, I want to quickly mention and, and take a bold stance here. And I don't really like cats. Now, I'm a dog person. I feel like cats are are just murder tools that hate everything and everyone around them. I have really delicate skin. And those little clawed bastards just get me in a way that I can't explain. It's, it's just a, a situation that I don't enjoy. I also understand that it is not the best thing to do to remove uh, cats, claws it's inhumane. So I, I don't suggest doing that, but I hate their claws so much and I never want to be around them. So. Just want to upfront talk about that because some of my views on cats here might be might be a little a little important and might come off a little rash, but I wanted to give a little backstory to that. The second half of this movie picks up uh, with Puss in Jail. The guard is at that 15 minute mark, right at the beginning of it. the The guard is in the middle of shushing Puss, um, who is inside a jail cell because he was presumably being too loud. In which Puss puts on his uh, adorable cat stare for any of you who have seen any Shrek movies or anything like that. It's his like go-to move um, where he just tries to look cute and get people to do things for him. He does that and gets the door open at least. But then the, the guard notices what he's doing, sprays him with a water bottle, funny pet joke. haha! Great, great movie. This is a really great movie. And then he gets the, the job gets finished by a, a surprise intruder who, who helps out with the process. So we, we meet this, uh, this intruder who was, a black cat. We're assuming, or at least I'm assuming, it's the same black cat that we saw in the beginning of the movie, but now they aren't caped and and cloaked and stealthy looking. So there's not a 100% guarantee that it's the same cat. Just the eye color is the same, and I'm assuming that that means it's the same cat. They escape the jail together um, with the hard work and determination and end up uh, uh, escaping the, the black cat who is named... Kitty soft paws really quick. I want to I want to jump jump into the name convention that this movie uses for names. Now, I know that a lot of these names are coming down from the original fairy tale, and I don't care. The names are terrible. It's essentially what is the thing and what is something it also has. Right. So we have puss in boots. So puss has boots. We have kitty soft paws. Presumably she has soft paws. What if they use that naming convention for other characters in this movie? So, like, what if we had, uh, what if Jack was just guy with gun and Jill was girl with mustache?
0: <laughs> I've like, a few of those.
1: <laughs> I uh I just don't uh, understand or or Humpty was just egg that humps. They uh, nonetheless they escape the jail and we arrive at the bell tower where we find Humpty and and Puss arrives there after a a villain monologue by Humpty who is presumably at this point the bad guy in the movie. Is he though? Yeah, I mean that's it's it's questionable cuz there's a lot going on. I mean, you have Jack and Jill who are or are naturally uh, kind of the evil Evil people who also they they just cartooned them just drew them a little close to each other to the point where I said incest in the beginning because I feel like they're brother and sister. I know that doesn't go along with the fairy tale or anything, but I uh, I definitely think that they just strayed from the fairy tale altogether because Jack and Jill are, are giant assholes. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down, broke his crown, and now he murders people for fun. Yeah. <laughs> But I I do think that at this point Humpty seems to be the the evil villain gives a little monologue and then uh, Puss goes up there and says like Hey I know you I've known you all my life we were in the orphanage together and I I know you you're not this bad person and after a few minutes of back and forth the uh, Humpty finally decides Yeah no you're right I am a good person just kidding So the
0: egg is played by Zach Galifianakis yes But why is he so hideous Do they have to make the egg so ugly? it's frightening i assume it was just oh zach
1: galifianakis is playing this character we have to make it bad looking (laughs) it's it's like nightmare fueling it's frightening and that's one of my one of the things i want to talk about later we can come back to this but where where humpty even came from and what that whole situation is but nonetheless, we, we end up at a, in a place where Humpty is, is on board of, of helping. They have a chick up there with them, um, what is presumably laying all these golden eggs
0: that are scattered around. I'm, I'm kind of confused about that because that's what, it, that's what you're led to believe. But also, there's like a, there's like a mixing of different fairy tales because it also kind of looks like it's an ugly duckling.
1: Yeah, I don't know what is going on. I assumed that it was they went to the the place at the top of the vine with the magic beans, stole this little chick and this little chick is laying tiny golden eggs. I was too afraid to google how early chicks start laying eggs cuz I'm pretty sure that's how you end up on a list that you don't want to be on. Mm. But I'm that that feels like what happened to me at least uh, of of kind of putting the picture together. Um,
0: But what, what do you know about Jack and the beanstalk? Are you familiar with? Okay. So I am a little bit familiar being that I've read a golden book about Jack and the beanstalk. Cool. And uh, so here's, here's it in a nutshell, because I think this is really important because this is, I think what happens in the middle of the movie or at least gets us to where we need to be. So basically Jack is poor. His mom sends him out to go fucking sell their cow Instead, he trades the cow for beans. So he's basically, and the beans—I mean, for me, it's just a metaphor for drugs. And, and Jack is a huge loser, and he gets—he comes home with the beans, drugs, and his mom says, "You got freaking beans for a cow? We needed money." So she throws the beans, drugs, out the window. They go to bed. The beans turn into a vine. Cocaine he climbs tree. up the vine. Gets really mm-hmm. high, going, going high up in the clouds, and. He steals a bunch of shit to fuel his drug habit, mm-hmm. and one of which is a golden goose. And then the giant up there chases him down, but him and his mother cut down the beanstalk and kill the giant, his dad. And I don't know why his dad, but uh, <laughs> in this drug metaphor, it's the dad. Yep. And yeah, and that's it. And then they live happily ever after, which is, I don't understand the, the moral of it, you live happily ever asshole. after yeah you've uh, done such a good job
1: stealing some other people's shit and then killing them
0: yeah that but that's jack and a beanstalk so he, you're right i think he does go up there with the beans and get the goose and that's kind of where we're at somehow humpty ended up with the goose who
1: is laying these golden eggs and the big goose is going to come down to to get its its chick Humpty flies with this weird flying machine that he just randomly invented because surprise Humpty is also Da Vinci. I don't know. <laughs> and Puss is going to get the goose's attention to get them out of town so that they can give the chick back to the goose and, and all is well and good. Ends up not
0: going as well as planned. The goose wrecks a little bit of the town. I feel like the Game of Thrones guys watched the scene with the goose attacking the city and they're like, you know, it'd be cool. If this goose was a dragon. Like that's totally what it, <laughs> that scene. It reminded me of the, the last uh, one of the last episodes of game of Thrones. There you go. I was going to make at least three game of Thrones references up until this
1: point, because I made one last episode. I was, I was refusing to. So I'm glad you stepped in and did that for me. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. So they make it to the, to the bridge. They get the goose out of the town, but the bridge collapses under the goose's weight. Humpty and the chick are both hanging onto ropes, hanging off of the bridge. Puss has both of them one in each hand. It's a whole exchange of how Puss needs to, to make a decision of, of who he's going to choose. And he's not letting Humpty go this time. And Humpty makes the decision for him. Let's go. Of the rope falls to his death, which is something I was not expecting at the end of this movie. I was not expecting egg suicide. Yeah, I wasn't either. That was definitely a dark turn that I wasn't ready for. Yeah, they could have dragged it out, but it was over easy. No. <laughs> oh, great egg pun. Nice job, buddy. <laughs> That, and then that he one dies. Got me. You surprised me with that one. Stay gold, homely boy. <laughs> so Puss is able to save the chick, gives the, the chick back to the, the mother goose, who then goes to fly away and sees that when Humpty fell, turns out his inside was a golden egg all along. So she picks up Humpty's corpse and takes it with her wherever they're going. Cut back to Puss, who... Goes back to his, uh, the orphanage, says hi to his, his mom. She keeps calling him boy. I don't know. This movie's fucking crazy. Then they, um, they run off into the, him and Kitty, who showed up in the middle of the fight, uh, to help out, run off into the, the sunset and, uh, and there the movie
0: ends. So I don't want to be crude. I, I'm, I'm really trying to be, this is a family movie, but near the end, puss, a shadowy puss, and it really does look like he was skull fucking kitty soft paws do you know what scene i'm talking about <laughs> no i don't remember that oh my god you have to watch it i think it's supposed to be him riding a horse but it does not look like look like him riding a horse because his, the problem is he's up at the top of the horse's head because that's because he's a small cat it just looks ridiculous you have to see it
1: okay i'll pay i'll really pay some attention to that i'll I'll throw that on
0: later and and watch it on loop for my but own but you didn't self you, you <laughs> You didn't. You said the movie just ends there. It does not end there. There is like another three minutes of cat dancing to Lady Gaga, and it's worse than the first cat dancing. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I I kind of loop that into part of the credits, but I do I do agree that it is it is a pretty hardcore cat dancing. He he uh, he makes enough cats faint to spell the the name Antonio Banderas, which is just bananas. Something I noticed too at the at the very end when he's riding off into the sunset and and uh, giving his his final monologue because there was not a lot of things that were consistent through this movie. So, Puss is a thief in the beginning and the hero at the end. Kitty is evil in the beginning and nice in the end. What else? There are some animals that a talk and others that can't. <laughs> Figure that one out. So, nothing is is continuous through this movie. The one point of continuity is, man, oh, man, Puss in Boots really loves doing it.
0: Yeah, he really does. And they're not... But that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, they... Make many indications that he likes fucking, even yeah. though this is a kids' movie. They don't sugarcoat it at all.
1: No, like he forgets, like, like you said. I mean, we had we had Marguerite in the beginning there, but he forgot that cat's name and used the wrong name. Like, how much of a cat slut is what's in Boots that he can't even remember this cat's name? And then at the end, I, I have a quote that I'd like to read when he's when he's riding off into the sunset. See, so he, ha- he says he's a great lover of beautiful women, a great great lover really it's crazy yeah he wants it so bad it's the only thing in this movie that's consistent throughout he has the girl in the beginning he uh when he's sliding through running through rooftops he slides through a uh, a, a house and winks at a girl as he steals her milk and drinks it not a cat girl like a human girl it's just crazy but this this movie boy oh boy this movie
0: the things that we need to figure out is a how does he get from dancing with kitty soft to being in jail oh that's easy they just show up and arrest him for dance fighting Th- that's true <laughs> Nothing He's in jail in the for the should...
1: entire center part of the movie <laughs> yep. the whole rest of the okay. movie no 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 um yeah that's that's definitely something we want to address i i want to talk about where Humpty came from, how how Humpty yeah. came to be, if they went into that backstory at all. If not, then we can make it up now.
0: And I think we we did already touch on it, but I think, you know, how we get to the goose wanting to destroy the city is obviously he takes he does somehow get the beans from Jack and climbs up and steals the goddamn goose.
1: Yeah, so that one seems uh kind of obvious. I'm I'm curious on if in the In the second section there that we watch at the end, it seemed like Kitty was apologizing, like she double-crossed him or something at some point Mm -hmm. along the lines. And I'm interested if that came into play at some point within the middle there. Yeah, it's a good question. Man, this movie was bad. (laughs) It, It was. Yeah, so let's talk about Humpty. I'll talk about my thing now. So this is the way I see it. We find out in the end that Humpty is turns out an egg from the golden goose because he's gold on the inside i don't know why he wasn't gold on the outside is that also an ugly duckling type of thing in which case they are are doing that multiple times but this is the way i see it happening is that like teenage golden goose gets knocked up by the quarterback rooster who i'm gonna name chad and Chad's kind of a deadbeat, doesn't want anything to do with, with the baby. And, and golden goose is like, you know, I just can't handle this. I'm too young to deal with this. I just can't do it. So she, we, it cuts to the orphanage and the mom or the mom or caretaker of the orphanage. And there's an earthquake and they're all, they're all hiding under tables, chairs, under, under doorways. And when it finally subsides, they open the door outside and find a basket with a fucking egg with a f- dirty old man's face. <laughs> he really and does like... have a
0: dirty old man's face.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then they just decide, you know what? We already have a talking cat. Who the fuck cares? Let's let's take care of this
0: ugly egg man. So I, I, I think that's a pretty good postulation. However, how is he an egg from the Golden Goose? but also has human characteristics. Like all the other golden eggs are just freaking eggs. Oh, it's cause he's fertilized. See, I don't understand <laughs> how reproduction works. So no. you're going to have to school me on this. I also do not.
1: I have no idea. We're boys. Have no what do you expect from, from us? We don't know anything about
0: the reproductive system, human or otherwise. True. Okay. So I guess that could be what happened, but how does he become like mayor slash King? <laughs> Did you assume that he was mayor slash king? He wears a crown.
1: Maybe he's just a little dick. But he's also at the top of a castle. Oh, he's at the bell tower. I guess the top of a castle. Fine. So how, how does Humpty become king? Great question. He uses his magic egg powers to convince everyone to elect him in this the first democracy to to be the mayor of eggtown he scrambles their brains who
0: number 2 there's two egg puns guys <laughs> so speaking of eggs <laughs> i good transition <laughs> i have i don't know why this made me think of this this isn't even really a good segue oh man i've only ever eaten scrambled hard boiled and fried eggs I'm an uncultured swine. Like, have you ever eaten like poached eggs? Yes. Like, what I even had some is that?
1: Last weekend. What is that? Yeah. They're, they're slowly cooked in, in, if you, if you're making them in a traditional fashion, they're slowly cooked in boiling water. Um, so it evenly cooks them all, all the way around, but you get a, a soft yolk, but there's no frying to it, but it's still, um, it's still finished similar to a fried egg, but it's, it's more evenly cooked with, with no kind of frying or cooking marks. That's how horrible this movie is. I would rather
0: talk about eating eggs. Have you had deviled eggs? That's not a type of egg. That's just a fucking hard-boiled egg cut in half. (laughs) And, And mixed with other ingredients. Yeah, but that's just mixing it with other ingredients. I'm talking about cooking the egg. Okay, hold hold.
1: Okay, fine. If we want to talk about the ways eggs are cooked, you also a fried egg is very general. There's a lot of different ways that you can fry an egg. I mean, over easy.
0: Can I be honest? Yeah, you can. I don't know You're what I that trust means.
1: Tree. Oh man.
0: Are we going to have a like a, to me a fried egg is a fried egg. Like what is it like Welcome to Cooking
1: Eggs with Dave <laughs> and his idiot friend Mike. <laughs> So an over easy egg is only cooked on one side. And if you cover it, the top cooks uh, just a little bit, but it's uh, it's considered sunny side up because the top of the egg is,
0: is not uncooked, but lightly cooked compared to the fried side over easy. You fry both sides. See if I was a burglar, I wouldn't even break into people's houses and steal things. I would just break into their houses and force them to cook me eggs because I don't know how to do it. That might be a way to just become a little bit more cultured. To become an egg burglar. Okay. (laughs) The,
1: The egg burglar. Man, this movie sucked. I do not understand animated movies and how they decide which animals can talk
0: and not talk, and it really drives me crazy. Mm. I think the biggest example of this is obvious. It's Goofy and Pluto. Like, why can Goofy talk and Pluto can't? Exactly. Like, what is differentiating the two of them? Or why can Puss
1: and this other character talk, but every other cat in that cat bar seems to not
0: talk? And they're dumb. Like, they're just like playing. They're chasing lights around. Yep. Cat. Cat jokes. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It's. Some of the animals are fully formed humans and the other ones just all have like down syndrome like here's (laughs) i'm not gonna keep that in there i just didn't i I didn't know what i was saying before i said it i'm sorry it's okay (laughs) it's
1: all right but i i just don't understand like even the goose can't like this highly evolved goose that can fucking lay golden eggs can't talk but this cat that was raised in an orphanage can. And I could even understand if like, certain species couldn't talk, like if all the cats could talk, but all of the eggs couldn't. (laughs) Right. But instead, it's like this mix, like Humpty and egg is holding other eggs in his egg hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he can talk and they can't. Is that some like class structure? Imagine a class structure in the real world where like important people, so people with money or, or people with certain statuses or power, could speak, and people who are poor and didn't matter couldn't. Like that's what I feel like it is. It's like this this class structure of important characters can talk and unimportant
0: ones can't. Have you read a history book from pre nineteen hundred? That's that's basically how we ran our country yeah but i would even understand if like these other eggs had faces true yeah they're just faceless
1: shitty eggs how are these just regular eggs i mean they're gold but they're just regular ass eggs they're being held by a talking egg with an old man galifianakis face it's just inconceivable
0: yeah it is I don't understand how that explains the middle of the movie, but... I don't either, but it was just really bothering me. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Not this movie? <laughs> well, we already decided how he gets in jail, right? Bad, so, bad dance fighting. Done. Yeah. How How really did Puss get into jail? So I know we talked about, yes, it could be the dance fighting. Could it be that it's because he stole the beans? So that's my
1: thought process. I don't know if it's because he stole the beans, but maybe because he stole the chick or a combination of of both. It does feel like based on like we said earlier that Kitty kind of double crossed him at some point. Maybe okay. she double crossed him with Humpty. Maybe they were all working together as a team and she double crossed him and then realized Humpty was a crazy egg bitch
0: and flip sides but he so puss seems to to like humpty though like he says they're brothers multiple times yeah i think it seems so they were both raised in
1: the same orphanage from what i can gather based on the drawings that humpty had of, of them both holding a golden egg over their heads Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> this fucking movie but i think that at some point puss realized that this was not about just being able to get golden eggs and, and be rich, and it was more about Humpty trying to destroy their home because he was annoyed that Puss left him there.
0: That's deep. Yeah. I think that's far deeper than this movie intended to go.
1: Probably. It was probably just something stupid, like Humpty, Humpty was mad they didn't like his yoke or
0: something. But see, that's what that's where I disagree. I don't think Humpty had anything to do with Puss being imprisoned. Okay. Because, again, they're friends. Yep. He's golden side. I just think that Kitty Softpaws... I don't, I don't even like saying that. It sounds so stupid. <laughs> the Makes black it so dirty. woman cat... That was worse. That was far worse. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> the cat who is a woman and also wears she shoes... Might- she is of the black persuasion. Of the black and, persuasion. And she double crosses him. She is the one who gets him in prison and then also gets him out of prison when she has a change of heart. Yeah, because afterwards she says, you know,
1: I figured out something that I like more than gold, and it's horny you. orange cats. Yeah. So what did I mean, she she must have double crossed and maybe they were hoping to to split the score, so to speak. Or maybe he Mm -hmm. was—he did keep on saying that he had a debt that he needed to pay to kind of get out the game. So maybe he was trying to use the golden goose
0: as his debt to get out of the game. But she wanted it for herself. Who does he owe money to, though? Because he—I mean—he's just like a freewheeling Zorro cat. Why? Like who is making him pay money? So many. Is Gabriel
1: Iglesias Enrique Iglesias strikes again? So, in the beginning, when we see Puss escaping that that cage, that first scene, right before that, he's listing off his different nicknames. And they only did three or four, and they were lackluster at best. So, I was thinking we could come up with a few other ones, just in case they decide to make another follow-up to this great hit. I think there actually might already be another one, but maybe maybe they're going for a trilogy. I don't know. Figure we could name a few a few other names for for Puss and Boots here that we could come up with that that they might be able to use. And you thought we could do better
0: than lackluster? I
1: absolutely know we could do
0: better. Okay, all right. What do you got? The Orange Outlaw, Cat Damon.
1: <laughs> that one's pretty good. Naked Pussy, Cellini Antonio Banderas, Fidel Castro, Frank the Furball. In that one, it's a mafia thing. It's not even the same movie. Felon, but it's spelt like feline. Oh, nice asshole did i mention i hate cats hisler enigo montoya you killed my egg prepare to die Ernest hemingway el gato sin pantalones the cat without pants mousy cat hair it's one like, <laughs> <Okay>. it's like <laughs> that, mousy one is nothing. <laughs> that one is nothing <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one you just said a few cat things no, it's like, it's the comedian Moshi Kasher, but it's mousy cat hair. <laughs> that, that is a stretch. Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> and we're canceled.
1: <laughs> yeah. Two episodes in. Hope you enjoyed what we had so far.
0: <laughs> hey, Dave, what's your favorite bean? Like <laughs> <laughs> this is going to save the episode right at the end. What's your favorite bean? <laughs>
1: oh, God. Is... Soybeans. Really? No. I have no idea. Okay. Probably a baked bean. Okay,
0: I'm just glad you didn't say like Mr. Bean or even Stevens. No bean bag chairs. I'm all, I'm definitely editing this part. Now.
1: Beanie babies. No. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. <laughs> well, that has been Puss and Boots. We appreciate you sticking with us through this one. Uh, it's really, really a tough, tough movie, but we uh, we think that it was a, a service to you to to have this conversation and really enlighten you hopefully you didn't listen to us and watch this beforehand if you did we're sorry but we appreciate you listening anyways we are still still new to this so anytime you get an opportunity to to tell a friend about the show definitely tell them about our magic mic episode that's the one you want to lead with you can you can send us an email if you, if you want to suggest other movies that will be much much better than puss in boots you can reach us at the center cut cast
0: at email us other puss and boots names. Yeah, we could definitely use more of those. But yeah, uh, aside from that, you can also hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, the Center Cut Cast. Follow us there, please. And if you can, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, a few of you already have really superly uh, superly is not a word, but that's how much I really appreciate and love you. Good good words. Good job. But yeah, we we appreciate you. You're the best. Next time, December 25th, on Christmas, A Christmas Story, the 1983 classic, I guess. I've never seen it, and Dave's never seen it. So we figured this would be the perfect time to wet our beaks, and we will do that next time. So if you want to follow along, I'm sure it's going to be on 700 times leading up to December 25th. So get in on it, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the golden yolk inside the creepy egg it's always better in the center.